We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Twenty minutes a day. 365 days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack a Day Podcast. I'm Steve Pretch, joined as always by Dusty Evely, Sarah Kelleher. Guys, Aaron Rodgers is still a Packer. Hey. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, before we get into all that stuff, how's uh, it's Tuesday night when we're recording this? Maybe he'll be traded by Wednesday morning. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe you guys are listening to this and it's already. I doubt it. Sarah, how you doing? How's it going over there? I'm good. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. Dusty called it last week. Basically said, "Hey, what's going to happen on McAfee? It's not going to be anything, you know, legit." He might say what's on his mind, but that doesn't mean that this is going to be solved overnight. And yeah. That was a correct opinion to have. We learned that he doesn't want to play for the Packers anymore, which, you know, based on the news and some of what um, the journalists were saying, sources were saying, that added up. He wouldn't be engaging in conversations with the Jets if, you know, he wasn't serious about it. It's Aaron Rodgers. He he knows that every move he makes is going to be reported on. Um, but it is what it is, and we we move on, and we've got at least a lot of good questions to talk through today, so I'm excited. Yeah, but we did learn that he likes, as we already knew, he, he likes to contradict himself quite a bit, not only from previous interviews, but within the same interview <laughs> itself. We did learn that, which was a lot of fun. I went into the darkness and I was 90% retired in my mind and, and I came out. They might want to move on, but the, you you mentioned before you went in that, that there was talk. They were having talks without you about moving on. So it, whatever. We don't need to get hung up on that. That was it's, that was a week ago at this point. Lose my number, Dusty. That's lose, not my, <laughs> lose my number. <laughs> Listen. That was a tremendous bit of content. It was worth it for that. If nothing I mean, else, so. honestly, say what you want about Schefter, but the fact that he tweeted that out was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it was it was pretty solid. It's like, is, is Rogers embellishing that? No, he was not. 
no, he was not. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah, doing good. I'm, like I said, I'm, uh, we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand. I'm riding the wave at this point, man. Like I, as we, with all of us after that, after what he said and what we know has been going on, we assume he will not be a Packer. It will be a shock if he's a Packer. He should not be a Packer. The Jets official account is tweeting out like Rogers, the jet, like, listen, Jets fans will be like heartbroken if this does not go through. It will go through. It just hasn't yet. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm riding the wave until it does. I'm, I'm having the time of my life, man. Just having an absolute blast. <laughs> my sister-in-law actually has a conspiracy theory that part of the reason that he wants to go now to New York or is okay with going to New York is, uh, guess where his girlfriend lives? Yeah. How about that? Is it New Matter York, Steve? It is New York. Oh, how about that? I guess. What? Uh-huh. I thought it would be Green Bay, Wisconsin. I mean, wouldn't he just want to stay there and play forever? No. No, um, no, no. All of a sudden, like, you, you get, you know, 39, 40 years old, and you had a hot, younger girlfriend who lives in New York, and all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I'd like to go play for New York. That'd be fun. That's like, I don't know if you've seen, there's a TikTok account of this guy that basically predicts where college athletes are going to transfer. And his whole theory is if they have a girlfriend that goes to a different school, that they're going to transfer to that school. And he's made so many TikToks where he's like, I try to tell you guys, it's right here. The evidence is right in front of you. So I think your uh, your sister's talking with him. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't have the TikTok, Sarah, but, uh, you know. Oh. The, you got to throw the the in front of that's, it. <laughs> that's what us old people do. That's what we do. We throw, you know, I'm on the Facebook and I uh, see what your aunt said over there. So, guys, let's talk. Not really a lot going on in Packers world because there's no trade happening. But uh, the Packers are kind of in the Twitter cycle today just because it was reported that tight end Darnell Washington of Georgia came and did a pre-draft visit with the Packers today. So everybody's all excited and, you know, when are the Packers going to take him? And um, so does that move the needle for you, Dusty, Sarah? Uh, like what's that, what's that mean to you guys? For me, it's exciting. I mean, it, you figure they're going to have to take a tight end at some point. You just don't know exactly where. And Washington is a guy who's likely going to be gone first, early second round, I think is where he's, he's kind of projected right now. And I think based on, we assume Mercedes Lewis is out the door. And even if he's not like the tight end room is just, is, is barren. He's a guy, the production is not, was not there in Georgia, but he's a massive dude. It was, it was like six, seven, two seventy. I think he weighed in yeah, the combine two sixty four. Yeah. I mean, just, just a huge is right. Like 9.87 Raz. Um, I think he had a four, six forty. Yeah. In that man, for a man uh-huh. that he shouldn't be allowed to move that fast for as large as he is. So, I mean, he's uh, with, uh, we've talked about this a thousand times tight ends, do not usually do not come in that first year and do a whole lot. In fact, for the most part, it's not until like end of the rookie deal, beginning of the second contract before a lot of those guys are doing anything. So it wouldn't be an immediate boon to that offense, but I think he could come in, step in, do some stuff and they have to do something. They've been kind of pushing this position off for a while anyway. So the fact that they're looking at an elite athlete enough to host him in green Bay, that gets me excited just because he's a guy I like. I don't expect anything to come of it. I, 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 again, I don't like playing this game, Steve. We talk about this every year. I don't like playing this game of he won't be there by then. But I kind of think Washington, like just the way we've seen the league go in terms of like overdrafting tight ends, I don't think Washington will be there at 15. Just again, this is just just based on, I don't know, Hawkinson and guys like that uh, that you see. But the fact that they're looking into him, it it makes me happy. It, it like the fact they're looking into him, but I certainly don't expect them to to get him is kind of where I'm currently sitting. Yeah, I'm totally on the same page as you, Dusty. And it's always this time of year, too, where 
you get you get teased a little bit and you're like, oh, that would be great. You know, he's in Green Bay. He would be a great fit. And then it really never ends up happening. I feel like the Packers, especially in the first round or some of their early picks, always draft a guy where you're kind of like, oh, I wasn't thinking about that, at least the last few years. So uh, while it is exciting, not getting my hopes up too much. Yeah, I mean – they're going to have to get one. And luckily enough, this is from what all the pundits are saying that this is a, a deeper draft for tight ends, especially pass catching tight ends. So that's thankfully, that's kind of a good thing for the Packers. So we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of top tier talent, you know, um, that you're talking like late first round, second round, third round type of thing. So I would expect that the Packers are going to invest a, a early draft pick. And especially if they pick up an extra one or two uh, this year, that that's definitely where you'll see it happening. So, Guys, let's see. We don't have a lot going on, so we asked for questions, and oh my god, did uh, our fans delivered quite a bit uh, to the point where we're skipping up way more than normal. It's like normally we'll get four or five questions, and we'll try to answer them all. Maybe skip one if it's kind of redundant and asking you know asking the same question. But there's so much going on here that we're gonna try to push through and and power through and see how long we can get. So this is just gonna be a full on mailbag episode, but. First things first, we'll start with Jacob Lewick. Woody Johnson locks Douglas and Goody in a room at the owners' meetings and tells him, tells them he'll only let them out once the Rodgers trade is complete. What food does he provide to maximize the deal so it gets done? Sarah, I'm going to start with you, then I'm going to go, because we already know Dusty's answer is, and that's that's got to be the last one. Sure. So... Um, I'm going to go, I don't, if anyone listening watches uh, Hot Wings, the YouTube show that they often have celebrities and eat very spicy wings, I'm going to go with the spiciest wing on Hot Wings. I feel like if you really want to get answers, if you need something to happen, that's the food that you say, all right, eat this. Um, and hopefully you can get, you know, the answers that you need out of it. So for me, that would work. I would cry and I would say, I'm done. I'm, I'll just give you whatever you want and move on so I don't have to eat this. So that would be my answer. I think I'm going to go with just the smorgasbord of Mexican food, like burritos, tacos, guacamole, refried beans, like everything you can think of all in there. And, you know, they, they, they're they all eating it all up and then, they, you know, they're going to stink him out. So he's going to be so gassy and horrible inside the room. that They're like, dude, we got to get out of here. What do you want? All right, let's just get this thing done. All right. Uh, so that's my answer. Dusty, take I, us down your dark, him. dark road, man. A nice steak dinner. Just beautiful high-end steak dinner. And he gets done eating it. Did, did you like your meal? I did. I did like it. It was poisoned. You have 15 minutes before your heart stops and the antidote's on the other side of that door. And then one way or the other, that deal's done, man. Like, done, done. So I want to preface this with, when we were talking about this, as we were looking through questions before we started recording, about 30 seconds before, Dusty's like, yeah, I finally started watching The Last of Us and it's a really good show. So I think his mind is just in survival mode, whatever mm-hmm. it takes, apocalyptic type world. And then he threw out this answer and Steve and I, there was just a pause Oof. for a second. Like, did he really say Sarah, that? There's an, Sarah, there's an antidote. 
I'm, I'm oh, providing so an antidote. On the other side of the door. <laughs> you literally just said, either way, it's done. So yeah, you, you said, you don't care if he dies. But at that point, it's on them. It's his decision at that no, point. It's their decision. You're not going to talk me into that. This, you're being a good person by offering this. Like, this is bad, Dusty. I'm giving options. I'm just giving options. As long options. as he gives me what options. I want, he can live. Yeah, and if he doesn't and just he says dies. something else anyway, he can still leave the room, but the deal's done one way or another at that point. That's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My conscience are you, is Are clean. you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I am fine. Do we need to ch- this is an emotional mental check. Are you okay? <laughs> I am more than I am more than fine. I've I've never been more clear-headed in my life. <laughs> okay. Uh, Joe C. No, oh, yeah, we're on fire. I don't know. I mean, should, we should just end it right here. Like that's the episode. See, we'll see. Dusty's killing, week. killing off the GM of the Jets. Uh, but it was at least a nice again. A nice, it's his decision, Steve. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. The this is his choice. You poisoned his food without letting him know. There's any antidote, Steve. There's any antidote. It's just outside the door. Locked on the other side. <laughs> It's like air quotes, like, sure, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really, it's all mm-hmm. in his hands, man. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't know how we follow that one up, but Joe C wants to know, which phase of the team will be ranked the highest in the league at the end of the season, and which will be the lowest? So offense, defense, and special teams. And Joe, you have a special place in hell for this next question. Oh. Keep trade cut. Queso, salsa, guacamole. Holy hell, man. Uh, Sarah, can we start with you? Or do you have a full answer yet? Because we were all yeah, really upset with we Joe on this one. Okay. After careful deliberation, I've unfortunately come to a conclusion here. Um, so first one, which phase of the team will be ranked the highest in the league at the end of the season? I'm actually going to go defense. Uh, this is shocking, but I think that um, you know, if they can get some pieces in the draft, um, that they'll be able to clean things up, hopefully stay healthy. And if it is a rebuilding year for the offense, things might not be as great as they've been in the past. Um, so the defense might be higher and I'm not necessarily saying they're going to be sky high, but this is because overall the rankings will probably be down a little bit and it might just be a little bit higher. Um, and for Lois, I'm, I'm just going to go with the offense, um, and again, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, but it's just it looks like it's going to be a new year with a new quarterback. And unless, you know, Jordan Love just comes right out of the gate and is perfect, he's going to have to work through some things. And that's totally fine with me. I, you know, I'm, I'm not upset about it. That's frankly what I expect. And I don't think it's going to be a train wreck, but we'll just take some time to, to adjust. Uh, and then the question I've been dreading the most Um Keep trade or cut queso, salsa, and guacamole. If I had the option to keep all of them, I would. Um, I'm going to trade guacamole because I feel like it has the most trade value. It's very versatile. Um, You know, I feel like queso and salsa are very Mexican-based. Like, you put it on a burrito or with tacos or in a burrito bowl. Guacamole, you can do all those things, but you can also put guacamole on a sandwich. You can put it in a salad. You can do... A lot more with it in my mind. So the trade value is tremendous. Um, I'm going to cut salsa. And I love salsa, but I have acid reflux. So if one's got to go, <laughs> salsa's going to go. Um, and queso, I can't give up cheese. Um, so I'm going to keep queso. And I'm, I feel 
terrible about this, but also good at the same time. And for me, I'm actually going to go offense, special teams, defense. And I think some of this is just based on where I think they're going to fall. I think defense, because Joe Barry is still coordinating a defense. I don't know if you guys know. He, Joe Barry is still there. And without I like a functional. <laughs> not yet. Oh, that was a dream. Fing- That's right. That was a dream. Fingers crossed, My Steve. My Fingers bad. crossed. They don't have a functional safety. Uh, the defensive line, you know, Jaron reads out, not that he was any great shakes this past year, but they're losing some, some kind of knowledge and depth on the line there. I just, I don't, I don't feel great about it again, mostly because of Joe Barry. So I feel like they're going to be, you know, I don't, I wouldn't be shocked with like 25th ranked defense. And I think the offense is going to be, I don't think they're going to be amazing, but they're going to be top 20. I, I mean, I kind of think like top 15, because I, I like Jordan Love and I kind of think what he can bring and those receivers kind of in the, you know, the second year in the system and all of that. Like I, I, I think they're going to be top 15 and I think special teams is probably somewhere late teens, early twenties. Uh, so, so I'm going offense, special teams, defense would be my ranking in terms of uh, first to worst in terms of how they're going to uh, turn out this year. And then I, I'm going to go for, for keep trade cut. It's the same as Sarah with slightly different logic. So keeping queso because it's my favorite and you can dip chips in it. You, you pour that over a burrito, you pour that over nachos, like you get good queso and that's better than anything. Guacamole. I'm trading it just because. I, there's a lot of people, I like guacamole. There's a lot of people who love guacamole way more than me. And I want it to go to someone who's going to enjoy it more than me. So I get to choose who who gets the most good out of this. Sarah is very cutthroat about this. I get the most trade bait. I'm waiting for I the want, dark, I'm waiting for a dark turn here because. No, I just want, now I want you're, guacamole. Now you're selfless, like, oh, I want somebody who have guacamole. Yeah, no, I'm, listen, I, I, it's called it's called an about face, Steve. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to turn this ship around. Uh, sure, sure. I want guacamole to go someone, like, you get to pick. It's like the same thing, like, Aaron, listen, Aaron. This is this is run on its thread, but we're gonna try the same thing with Devontae. We're we're gonna get you somewhere you want to go. That's the same thing with the guacamole. I wanted I just wanted someone to enjoy it. And salsa, I love salsa, but if, if we're choosing between the other ones, I think the weakest of the three. So I'm 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 gonna cut salsa. So same thing as Sarah, slightly different logic there. Okay. Uh, I think I'm gonna say that I think special teams will probably be the highest. You know, with Keyshawn Nixon coming back, I think giving him that opportunity. Uh, I mean, he was a difference maker, like. The Packers haven't had in a long time. So I think I'll go special teams, offense, defense. That's where I would rank the three. And then for my keep trade cut, I will be different than these two. I am keeping guacamole because, I mean, they they both talked about the versatility and the amount of things that you can use it for. And so to me, that's my favorite of the three is the guacamole. It's a business, then, Steve. You got to do what but, you got to do. Hey, I, I'm not knocking you. you. You get to pick your own stuff. That's but this okay. is I'm they ask for our opinions. I, and this is I'm telling you that your opinions are wrong. So, <laughs> all right. Well, that's just you're like Aaron Rodgers contradicting yourself one second. You're like, it's OK. You know, we can all have our opinions. And now you're like, no, but your opinion is wrong. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying you're allowed to have an opinion and then your opinion is wrong. Oh, good. <laughs> Why do I do this podcast? Why? How many how many episodes before the draft stuff takes over? One more. Is that, is that one coming more. on? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a month kidding. and a half break from you, Jamokes. <laughs> Uh, so I will keep guacamole. I am going to trade queso and then keep and then cut salsa. So we so, all cut salsa. Salsa takes a big L. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's like you just run the gamut of. There's lots of good salsas out there, but there's lots of bad salsas out there too. So I mean, I feel like that's the easiest one to move on from. All right. Uh, next one we've got. How do you feel about Jordan meeting with his weapons and working on his timing? Is it refreshing? I think so. That's from uh, our buddy Ama. So, Dusty, what do you think? 
Oh, for those listening, I'm sure like it was going around Twitter, but Jordan's uh, Jordan Love is bringing out Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, and Romeo Dobbs out yeah. to Cali to work with him on timing and stuff. So, you know, Dusty, what'd you think of that? Well, I I mean I love it. I think him and Dobbs actually worked out last off season, so like it's really they're adding uh, you know a couple couple new guys to the mix there. I love it. I mean it's it's one of those it gets it gets. <laughs> It gets a big uh, a big boost here just because of of Rogers' past off season stuff. Where it's just not only is he not doing that, he's not at OTAs because he's off doing whatever he's doing. Which you know, whatever that's fine. But I think it shows again. And I talked about this before. Like I think Jordan Love, if you look at kind of the progression he's made from where he was in college to where he was against the Eagles in terms of like the uh, how he looks in his game and the comfort in the game and and mechanically and all of that stuff, it speaks to a guy who I think seems to have put in the work. He's a guy who works hard. So, this, I mean, this, this strikes me as, listen, man, he's going in. Rodgers is technically still on the team. He's QB1, and he's like, I, so it, I think it says something about love, the fact that he's getting those guys out there, and they want to they want to trade with him, and, okay, we're going to go into this season. We're going to try to be as good as possibly we can be. But also I think it says a lot about Aaron Jones as well, who doesn't need to do this. Like, he's, you know, the running back that's been on the team for a while. He doesn't need to go out there and do this. But the fact that Jones is out there as well, I think not only shows that Jones is kind of – in this role and sees himself as, you know, trying to lead this team a little bit more, but also buys into the buys into Jordan love that he does not feel torn that, you know, it, he's been very vocal this, this offseason. or Jones has on both sides of it. As far as like love's ready to start, he can be very, very good. And also I love Aaron Rodgers. I hope they don't let him go, but even with Rogers still in the building, there's no ill will there. I mean, I think a lot of those guys feel this way as well, but there's, there's no ill will there. It's not one against the other. It's Jones is there to help his guy. Loves the guy. He's going to be the guy. So I, I, I love everything about this story, and I don't know if it translates to a whole lot during the regular season. But the fact that those guys are getting together and doing work, and loves kind of pulling those guys together, I think, I think it says a lot about him and about kind of where where the team, where those guys uh, see him, which which is encouraging, I'd say. Yeah, when I saw this, uh, the original tweet reporting this, the, the first thing that came to my head uh, was the Anakin Skywalker meet, where he's like, "This is where the fun begins." That's literally how <laughs> I felt. I thought this was awesome. Um, and, you know, building off of what you said, Dusty, with with Jordan Love, you know, the fact that these players are willing to do that says a lot about who he is. Um, and I'm excited if, you know, he's going to be the guy. This is great for relationship building. It's also just great, you know, to get ready. And so when preseason rolls around, it, things aren't as new. Um, and I'm excited. You know, this is a new era for the Packers, and this is a great way to, to kick it off. And uh, hopefully they have some fun along the way and really just start to believe in him. And the more that he can develop the chemistry on and off the field, I think better. Um, and we'll probably see that reflected on the field this season. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, next two questions, we're going to kind of combine these two. Uh, so we've got it from Cat and Oliver Klozoff. Close off. That sounded weird. Sorry. Close off. <laughs> I think you're. I think you actually read it correctly. You got most sizzlacked, Steve. <laughs> they got me. Damn it. Oh God. I need Looking a for next, next next questions from Amanda Hug and Kiss. <laughs> uh, Sarah's looking at us like we're idiots, which is uh, about right for this part of the podcast. Uh, but questions are. What are the odds that Goody trades back in the first round? Seems on brand to me. And then the next one, if the Packers do get pick 13 from the Jets along with Corey Davis, what do you see Goody doing with picks 13 and 15 in the first round? So, Sarah, I know it's we don't really focus, you and I don't focus too much on the draft stuff, but um, what do you think about, you know, Goody moving around in the first round or is there anybody, what do you kind of see them doing if they do have two picks in the first yeah, this is a good question. I wouldn't be surprised if he trades back, but it all kind of depends on what happens with Rodgers. If that trade happens before the draft and they're able to get picks and let's say they have, you know, like you're saying, two picks in the first round, then they might, you know, trade one of those away or trade back and if they feel like they can still get the guy. So I think the odds of, of him, if the Rodgers trade happens and they get a first, the odds of Goody trading back are probably pretty high. Um, and then what do I see them doing? I see them getting a wide receiver and then somebody on the defensive front. Can't go into it too much because I'm not a draft expert. That's why after next week, we will take a month off. But if I just had to guess, that would be my best guess. Yeah, if, if they get 13, I think I think they're trading back. I think they'll probably keep one pick and then and trade back with another one just just because like it seems like that would make the most sense as far as uh, what you can do with that draft capital. Because I, I don't know if there's anyone in the draft that they love enough or even that I would love enough, but, you know, personally to, you know, because the other thing you could do is you could package those up and move within the top five or something like that. I don't think there's a guy that they love enough to really do that with uh, now maybe that's Darnell Washington. Maybe they take one of those picks. Maybe they take one of those picks on their second and they package Darnell Washington and move up to like nine or something. If they feel like they can get him there, if they do really like him. But yeah, I personally think they, I think they kind of stand where they are. They take the 13 or the 15 and, and trade back and, and use the other pick. If, if they get 13 would be my guess. And then what, what was it? Like, what do they do with it? Yeah. I'm going wide receiver, maybe Washington. Cause I did meet with them, but I'm, I'm all in on Quentin Johnston at this point and I'm ready to have my heart broken. Uh, as far as that goes, I mean, we kind of talked about it. I mean, Goody seems more apt to move up in the first round and go get somebody that he likes as opposed to moving back. Uh, so I would kind of see that as, you know, if they do have a targeted guy. I mean, I've mentioned Will Anderson, and I've seen mock drafts where he's 
falling down to like number five right now because the quarterbacks are getting taken so quickly. So, I mean, you know, maybe Seattle's willing to, to you know, give us a little payback for fail Mary and, uh, you know, reward, you know, take two, the 13 and the 15, and we can get a, the stud defensive end of the draft. And, and, you know, maybe that's not a bad thing. But I know that's my pipe dream of things to happen. So more more than likely is that they'll get some an offensive weapon for Jordan Love, whether it's a tight end wide receiver. And then if they do have two, I would say – um, edge would be something that they would look at because I don't really think there's a safety worth taking that high up. And so, yeah, I would say edge or maybe maybe if one of those top two corners falls, that'd be the other thing that they could do. Um, I mean, that's never a bad thing to have some extra corner help. So that would be <clears throat> what I would think would happen. Next question. Um, we've got, will the trade happen before or after the draft? And two, Dusty, you've got a, this one's for you. What's your very early expectations for Love stat-wise? Mine are 3,500 or less passing yards, 23 or less touchdowns, 14 or more interceptions with less than 63% completion. So, Sarah, we'll start with you. When's this trade happening, before or after the draft? I think it happens before. Um, I think that the Packers want to figure out what they have on draft night and really what their best moves can be. Um, and they can't do that without, you know, the collateral that they're going to gain um, from the Jets uh, with that trade. So I think it does happen before. Um, and then I'll leave it to Dusty for the love stats. Yeah, I think before. I think it makes some I, – I, they can go. I think the Packers get more cap relief if they wait till after June first. I just, I don't think either party wants that. So I think before the draft makes the most amount of sense. And early expectation. I I'm more optimistic about Love. I think so. He's got 35 or less passing yards, 23 or fewer touchdowns, 14 or more picks with 60 defense completion. I'm going to bump those a little. I mean, I don't think he's he's hitting you know Rogers MVP numbers clearly, but I'll go uh, you know 3800. Uh, or, or or less passing yards. I, I mean, I think he could touch four thousand. Just the way I think what they're some of the stuff they're going to do this year. Uh, I'll go twenty six touchdowns. I don't think he's touching thirty, but I think twenty three feels a little low for me. Uh, ten picks. I don't think fourteen or more. Uh, you know, t- ten or eleven feels about right because I think this based on the based on the way they run this offense. I think it's it's you you don't they don't put him in a, in a position to throw a lot of interceptions. So I'll say probably ten ish, and then. I mean, 63 feels low. I think probably 66, 67% feels a little better. He's not touching stuff because I think they're going to give him a lot of layups. I mean, I do think they're going to, especially early in the season, make it a little more simplistic, lean on some of those early stuff. And they've always got some of the, the early, the easy kind of hot stuff built in. So, yeah, what, what I say, 3,800 passing yards, 26, 27 touchdowns, 10 picks, 67% completion. Again, those are probably way too high. I'm, I'm just, I'm optimistic on, on him and what he can be in this offense. Next question is from Edward. I just like this one. It, it was kind of shocking to me, but he wants to know how many Packers are on the roster in 2023 will be over 30 years old. So we kind of took a little bit of a dive. I don't know, Dusty, do you still have the list up at all? Yeah, based on guys on the roster right now, correct me if I'm wrong, Sarah, it's three, right? Three. It's Pat O'Donnell, Preston Smith, and Devondre Campbell, who is currently 29, but it's going to be 30 on July 1st, so before the season starts. And if they resign. Mercedes Lewis or Mason Crosby or Randall Cobb, obviously that goes up. But right now on the roster, it's Pat O'Donnell, Preston Smith, and then Devondre Campbell. So only, well, only technically, three. technically Aaron Rodgers. 
technically Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's that's true. Yes. Yeah. So, so four technically. That's a good point. And there, I mean, there's a lot of guys in their like young twenties yeah. too. Like twenty four is a very popular age. Twenty four, twenty five. So they're a young team for sure. All right, everybody's bringing the last tonight, so Duke uh, wants to know who would be a solid third-round pick for the Packers and why won't they get him? <laughs> so this one definitely made me laugh. Uh, Dusty, you said at least you've got a, a guy that you like in the early fourth that would be a good fit for the Packers, and you're, yeah, again, w- ready to have your heart broken. Yeah, I would take him in the third just because I love him. It's Andre Yoshivas uh, out of Princeton. Just an absolute – like I think he's with like a 9.95 Raz, 6'3", 6'4", 40, freak athlete, uh, just a big, big dude, good hands, limited route tree. And I – yeah, I'm, I he, and the, why the Packers will not get him is just because I love him and they don't pick people that I love. But he would be – if they if they got him in the third, I would be just absolutely thrilled. <laughs> But then it'd be sad because he's the third. He would suck, right? If they grab him, that's the curse. If they grab him, the third, like I, I want them to grab someone the third I don't like because he's going to be bad anyway. So, so maybe it's pack use that third round pick to package and move up in the first. Mm -hmm. So or grab or or move back and and grab a couple in the fourth. The first pick in the fourth round. That's what they need. That's (laughs) what they need. How do you feel? Yeah. Do pick that. it up, pick that one up, and then pick up an extra like fourth or fifth, and then yeah, you get the value there. Mm-hmm. So they just don't have to pick in the third round. That's probably more likely. That's like the that. move. Next question. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Sarah. Do you have a fourth, a third round pick that you would like to promote for the Packers? I'm good. I'll pass. Okay. Yeah, I don't have one either, so don't worry. <laughs> uh, next question. Again, for Dusty, uh, the Black Mountain wants to know, watching Jordan Love, it feels like his mechanics are getting better and smoother from the tiny sample. Not asking how good he is, but what have you seen in his gross mechanically? Yeah, I mean, without getting too deep into this, a lot of it's just it's it's footwork and tying footwork to concept. It's it's when you're going through your reads, when you're going through your progression, are your feet where they're supposed to be? Because a lot of that was, I mean, early and he came from Utah State, which was spread stuff and and air raid and the reads on that stuff are different. And so tying footwork and then throwing motion and eyes to to the concept that's something that he had a lot of trouble with early and so you see him against the eagles and against the chiefs to some extent as well but the eagles certainly this past year he's ready when he's hitting these i mean there's times you know, he's ready to hit that three-step drop and then it's fires when it's there but a lot of times you've got you know concept on one side and it's three-step drop and the next side is a five-step drop and so you're reading on the way back and if the three-step isn't there you don't stop on the three you keep continuing to the five and you transition footwork so you're ready to throw to the five he was not doing that stuff at all and against the eagles that stuff was flawless so i mean as far as like throwing mechanics I'm I'm I don't know anything about that stuff, but I just know as far as clean footwork and and basically being ready to throw every step of the way to to the read was something he was not doing, and that was just as clean as you could possibly want against the Eagles. So I mean that and that's for an offense like this and for any kind of timing offense that's huge. And the fact that he seemed to have that down, it was limited concepts against the Eagles, but the fact that he had that down when he was nowhere near that before, uh, that I think that was that that's been the biggest part of his growth for me. Michael Doherty is choosing violence today, and he wants to know, if Rodgers does not get traded, who starts on opening day? Oof. Sarah, what do you think? Jordan Love. Jordan Love's the guy now. Uh, clearly, the Packers are ready to move on. Aaron Rodgers is ready to move on. You know, if Rodgers doesn't get traded, he's going to retire. He, he does not want to play for the Green Bay Packers, um, and it seems that the love era has begun. So Jordan Love's going to be the starter on opening day, in my mind, regardless of whether Rodgers gets traded or not. 
Yeah, nothing more to add. Exactly what Sarah said. Not too often that we all agree on something, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think you go with Jordan Love. I think you if you get. I don't think you give Aaron Rodgers a clipboard. I don't think that's what happened. I think you ask him to stay away from the team, uh, and it's crazy to me that that would be the scenario. But I think that's that would be the best case, especially if you're committed to moving forward with Jordan Love. Next question we've got just trying to live. Hey, Dusty, it's Renee. Food question first. Uh, also, very cool of Renee to just announce to Dusty that that's who he is. So thank you for that. Hi, Renee. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to barbecue sauce if you need to choose one? He goes. He says, I go to Stubbs Sweet Heat. And the football question, what veteran would you choose realistically to come mentor the wide receiver room on being pros? So, yeah, Dusty, let's start with you. What's your go-to barbecue sauce, and who in God's name would you bring in and watch receiver group? <laughs> go-to barbecue sauce at this point is Grippo's. I don't know if you guys have if, – if, I don't know if that's just a southern thing or not. I can't remember. But uh, you can't find it everywhere. Not even stores around me have it everywhere. But Grippo's barbecue sauce, tremendous. That, that's my go-to when I can find it. And every time I find it, I just stock up to make sure I don't run out. And then uh, – <laughs> listen, man, my answer will surprise not a single person for the veteran uh, wide receiver – it's Randall Cobb. We we looked at the veteran wide receiver market, and buddy, you want Kenny Galladay out there because you're about to get Kenny Galladay out there if you're asking for veteran guys. But I think Cobb, who I mean, I've talked about this before, whether or not you know him and Rogers are good pals, but he when he came back to Green Bay, it wasn't just about Rogers; it was about being back in Green Bay, the place that launched his career, the place where he had so many memories, and he started his family and and all of that. And I I just I love him, and so I think if they brought Cobb back kind of teach those guys how to be pros and just be in the room. He's not blocking anyone at this point. It's not like you've got like his clone sitting behind him. You don't have that anymore. And so I, I think, I think having a guy like uh, Randall Cobb would be tremendous. I Terry, actually you have agree. Go to barbecue. Um, <laughs> so I'm not a huge barbecue sauce person. I'll use it. So if I buy it, I mean, this is a terrible answer, but I usually just get sweet baby rays or something that's pretty generic. Like I'm not, I'm not picky. I'll just buy that off the shelf and use it the next few months in the fridge. Um, and then for wide receiver, I agree with Dusty about Randall Cobb because, oh my goodness, the options are limited. Randall Cobb is a great human and also somebody that's carried the G for a long time. So if you're looking to mentor specifically Packers wide receivers, I think he's probably the most qualified person to do that. Yeah, I mean, I was actually going to make a little joke about Sweet Baby Rays, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's... I live in Milwaukee. There's not like a great barbecue (laughs) sauce that's, that's made around here. I mean, I think I always like to, I'll try different ones. I think that's key is being able to try and buy different stuff, you know, whether, whatever you like, if it's like sweet, if you like the heat, like it's kind of, you know, a pick and choose. It's a choose your own adventure basically is what what you're getting with barbecue sauce. of kind of what you like or going outside of your, um, your comfort zone. Um, I will say I know at the Mars Cheese Castle in Wisconsin, they do have some good hot sauces and barbecue sauces there that you can, you know, go out and buy. So that's a good place to get a whole bunch of different ones there. So if anybody needs some of that. <clears throat> and then, I, I don't know, Julio. how about Julio Jones? Sure, maybe he'll come for a vet minimum and, you know, he can teach some of those guys. I mean, Christian Watson learning from Julio Jones, sure, I'll take that. But outside of that, like – it is a list of hot garbage is what that list is right now of wide receivers that are, are available. And I mean, half of them probably don't even want to come to green Bay to play. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing, but yeah, right now, not really sure. 
Matt Pickett, given the Bears and Lions strong roster building moves in the last couple weeks, what do you think the best to worst ranking of the NFC North teams will be by the end of the season? And food, what's your favorite Little Debbie or equivalent and why? So, Sarah, I'll start with you. What's uh, how the NFC North stack up and what's your little favorite Little Debbie? Sure. So, um, just based on what's happening um, around the division and what's happening with the Packers, I'm going to say the Vikings finish first, um, the Packers finish second, the Bears finish third, and the Lions finish fourth. And I will Whoa. say that I think it's going to be very close. Um, I th- between the three and four, it might be one game that makes the difference, but that this is what, and this is specifically why I'm going with this take. This is what bears fans will cling on to. They'll be like, we didn't get last in the division. We got third. So we were on the way up because that's totally a Chicago thing, but that's how I see it. Um, and I, you know, I could see the Packers being a few games behind the Vikings too. Um, but that's going to be my guess. And then for little Debbie's or little Debbie's, um, it would definitely be Cosmic Brownies. I love Cosmic Brownies. My mom did not allow me to eat Cosmic Brownies as a child. And anytime I went over to a friend's house and saw that they had it, or a lot of times at school in the cafeteria, whatever it may be, I took advantage of that opportunity and it was wonderful. Um, and now, you know, I'm going to be honest, kind of forgot that they existed until this very moment. And now I feel like when I go to the store this weekend, you know, my birthday is, is coming up in a few days. Maybe I should go get a cosmic brownie. Sounds like a necessity at this point. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Treat yourself. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going different than Sarah. I think we talked about this last week, a couple weeks ago, like something like that. I'm, I'm going worst to first uh, or first to worst, I guess. Lions, Packers, Vikings, Bears. Uh, I think the Lions, I think what they've done just in terms of, again, I think they've got a good roster anyway. And I think with another year of Jameson Williams, uh, I think the only thing holding them back offensively is Jared Goff, who is a competent quarterback as a baseline. I think they can improve there, but I'm just, I think that the offense is going to be good. I think the addition to David Montgomery is is very good as much as I love Jamal Williams. He's better than Jamal Williams. The offensive line is tremendous. Ben Johnson is a tremendous offensive coordinator. The defense is going to be bad. But I think that offense is going to be good enough to make up for it. So I'm going Lions first, Packers second, because I'm optimistic on them and because I'm a Packers fan. So I'm going to rank them a little higher anyway. Vikings, just because I don't believe the Vikings are very good last year. I know I'm not alone in that. And I don't think they're going to be any better this next year. I just think we see some of the regression, some of those bounces start going the other way. That's just that tends to happen with all these teams. And the Bears. Oh, oh, we signed two off-ball linebackers for a lot of money. Who cares? What, what are you going to do? You've got DJ Moore, but you still got Justin Fields. Who cares? So, yeah, Bears Bears still last uh, because the Bears are going to be last. And then Little Debbie, it's Nutty Bars. Man, like there's so many good Little Debbie snacks. I've got it's like one of those. It's it's so sad. Like there's certain foods that bring back memories. And there's so many Little Debbie bars. Like, ah, this reminds me of that party in high school um, because all the parties I went to in high school were like youth group stuff. And we had Little Debbie snacks. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go Nutty Bars because I I still love me some Nutty Bars. I, there's a, I don't think you can go wrong with a lot of Little Debbie stuff, uh, but Nutty Bars still just 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 hit the spot for me. I don't know why. I can just see Dusty like get into a party and go just to like, in the some corner. white table and it's like jackpot. <laughs> That's <bars."> right. 
DJ's got like, they've got garbage cranked up, like garbage and no doubt rolling. And I'm just in the corner, just, oh man, the little Debbie platters looking big nice of hair. Yeah, I could see it. <laughs> no, that's correct. That's exactly how it was. Uh, actually, Dusty, I'm going to go exact same rankings as you. I went Lions, Packers, Vikings, Bears. But kind of like Sarah, I think those last like two through four are going to be a little bit closer. Um, I think the Bears improve. I don't, I mean, it'll be interesting to see Justin Fields' progression. I still don't think he's a great quarterback. I think he's an amazing athlete and runner. But, you know, when you have a clean pocket and you overthrow your wide receiver by like 10 yards, I don't know. Still got some work to do there. And then as far as a favorite little Debbie, I like the uh, the honey buns. Those are my favorite. And I think the reason that I actually started liking them was I was watching Moneyball, and I think that's the the little Debbie treat that Brad Pitt like shoves the whole thing in his mouth all at once. <laughs> and I looked, I was like, yeah, that might be good. And I saw them at the store, <laughs> and then I found the super honey buns, and I was, whew, I was addicted to those for a hot minute. So, next question: We have Katie Sunderman. How do you consistently come up with the best questions every week? You know, Katie, it's it's a tough thing for us to do, but, uh, you know, and, and especially for me, but I'm, you know, like just the coach's son mentality. Like I'm there, uh, I'm here talk, you know, searching Twitter for the best questions, uh, topics to talk about, you know, total coach's Steve, son mentality. Steve, what? I don't know if that question was for us. Hmm. You could have let him cook. You could have let him cook, I Sarah. was on fire, Sarah. What the hell? <laughs> Katie, what the hell? You're giving Matt Pickett compliments when you're trying to ask when we call for questions. Wow, he did right, ask well, a little Debbie question. He did. That was ask a great a question. Debbie one, so. Matt does bring the heat a lot she of does times. Have, she does have a good point. Mm. Katie might be getting blocked for just a minute, just a hot minute. That's about it. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll unblock her after like a day, but just as a you know, so she understands. So there's a consequence for that action. Steve's uh, like the comment police. Like, he's like the safety patrol at school. Like he just is drunk <laughs> with power. <laughs> You're damn right. Uh, next question, Jacob Westendorf. Number one, did you know that the pro shop has things up to 80% off today? Uh, you should go buy something. Yeah, helpful advice. And food question, if each of you were a Girl Scout cookie, which one are you and why? Oof. We got some good, uh, you know, dessert questions today. So, Dusty, what kind of Girl Scout cookie are you? Uh, oh, actually, did you buy? Did you buy anything from the pro shop today? No, I have some stuff sitting in my cart, and I'm, I'm trying to decide if I want to pull the trigger or not. But I do have a few items in my cart there. So, thanks, thanks for that, Jacob. Appreciate you, man. Um, I've made Jacob spend hundreds of dollars at the Packers pro shop over the years. So this is it's it's payback. Uh, he's getting payback on me. Is is what he's doing here? Uh, I'm I'm going peanut butter patty uh, because. Sometimes, and I don't do it as much anymore, but sometimes I'll just have a spoonful of peanut butter. So I just feel like there's, there's, you know, peanut butter coursing through my veins and it's a cookie with peanut butter in it. So I feel like that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm just, I'm, I'm more peanut butter than man at this point. So just, that's me. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Statement. <laughs> I'm more peanut butter than man. <laughs> Yikes. Um, and you know, actually, Jacob, I'm very grateful that you you shared this with us because I did not know that there was a sale, and now I'll probably end up buying something before I go to bed. So thank you very much. I have another tab open on my computer right now, and it's for Packers Pro Shop. So appreciate the pro tip. Um, and then I'm not sure if this is still a Girl Scout, but girl or Girl Scout cookie. But growing up, it was a Girl Scout cookie, and I personally it was one of my favorites. Um, but it was the thanks a lot. 
Um, I loved the thanks lots. They said thank you in a bunch of different languages, um, which was cool. Uh, and it was like a shortbread cookie that had chocolate frosting on the bottom. Um, delicious, but I don't know. I feel like I, I try to give thanks. I, I try to be a generally positive person. And so thanks a lot kind of aligns with that. A little bit of a different direction than what Dusty went, but that's what I'm going to go with. Boo. <laughs> oh, I'm thoughtful. Oh, I'm not a peanut butter person. Oh, look at me. I'm Sarah. <laughs> oh my God. At least she didn't try to, you know, she didn't try to murder people to get an Aaron Rodgers decision done. It was done. his decision, Steve. <laughs> I have nothing. It's out of my hands at that point. How do you not understand it by now? Uh, I think I would go with the the Thin Mint just because that's, number one, that's my favorite cookie. I always, uh, in my car, I always have a tin of mints and it's always something that I'm, you know, chewing up that's kind of like a nervous tick or something, I don't know, something. But if they actually had one called like, a husky mint. I think that would uh, that would be a little bit more apropos for my body type as opposed to thin mint. But you know, it, to each their own. So I think that would be my way to go. So, guys, that's all the questions we got. We got through them all. I'm pretty proud of we us. Did it. Uh, technically, not all of them. There were several that we did have to skip over. So if there's any, we'll we'll quote tweet a couple and answer if we can. But thank you guys for the questions. That was that was a lot of fun. We had some really good ones, and we even skipped over some good ones. But I mean already 45 minutes deep into this episode and it was just mailbag questions. So thank you guys as always, before uh, we wrap things up, let's uh, check in on some final thoughts there. Sarah, what do you got for us? Nothing except a reminder that next week will be our last episode for about a month. Um, so if you have some questions that you're, you're dying to ask us, that's your last chance for a little bit. So uh, definitely send it our way, whether you tweet it at us or if you shoot one of us a DM um, but you know, we, we always are grateful that we get a little bit of a break, let the draft experts come in and do their thing and then feel refreshed and excited to come back, um, right after the draft and kind of talk about it and what it means for the Packers. So one week to go. Um, and that's all I have. Yeah. And for me, a couple things like last week, I think I mentioned it last week, but the episode came out last week that I was on Outback Packers with uh, with our boy Nick and uh, Iowa Joe, where I talked about some receivers to look at in the Packers draft this year. So that was a lot of fun. So if you've not, first of all, subscribe to that podcast, Outback Packers, and they do they do really good work over there and do a lot of good podcast stuff uh, kind of going through uh, going through the draft this year. So if you've not subscribed there, subscribe to them. Um, and I was on last week. If you like listen to my big, dumb voice talking about wide receivers. And I was also this week I was on um, Trill Wither show. Uh, I was able to go on on Monday. Uh, basically, they're like, uh, he, he texted me and said, do you want to come on and talk about Aaron Rodgers? When do you think he's going to go? And I was like, I can talk about it, but I, I don't know anything. And so we talked about the Aaron Rodgers situation, uh, some Packers cap stuff, kind of how they got to to where they are. And then also some draft stuff. Some uh, I, I slandered Will Levis's name. So we had to talk about, you know, Anthony Richardson and Will Levis a bit. So it was a good time. Uh, I think I was on for about 40 minutes uh, with, with those guys over there. So they put out the podcast daily and then it's it's a video if you want to watch that. That was on uh, I was on the second hour. I think over there on Twitter with show. So good dude. I love the work he's doing. So that was a lot of fun to be able to jump on with him and, and talk sports for a little bit. And then I'm also kind of, I'm, I'm trying to write, I'm zeroing in on this, this call sheet project, which when I, when I finally end up doing it is going to be, uh, <laughs> going to be very, very long. And so I, hopefully the next couple of weeks, the first, the first segment of that's going to be out kind of a walkthrough of, 
tendencies, how many plays, how many plays by each, you know, down and distance, blah, 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 they had throughout the year. And then from there, it'll be a big series in terms of more or less looking at what were their tendencies, but then also kind of talking conceptually and all that. So that I've been working on that for a while in the background, uh, just trying to get everything lined up. And so hopefully I'll be launching that. I don't know. It'll probably be after the draft at this point, honestly, just because I, I tend to dra- do stuff right before the draft and then no one cares. Uh, and then after the draft is kind of uh, kind of a dead zone. So probably after the draft, I'll be doing that. But uh, but yeah, we're, we're excited to do one more episode and then and then fade off in the distance for a month. But uh, we get one more. So yeah, I appreciate everyone as always for listening. Yeah, uh, I just have a shout out to Sarah because she was very kind and generous and gave me her uh, password for Apple TV so I could finally watch Ted Lasso and I had a weekend away from the children. So that's what I did. I watched Ted Lasso and I'm fully caught up now. So, uh, but it's a, it's a hell of a show. You know, a bunch of people have talked about for a long time, obviously, but if you have not checked it out, I will give you Sarah's password. Oh my God. (laughs) No, no. I was about to say something really nice too. And I take it all back. No. Steve yeah. perhaps sucks. I thought she was point. generous. Wasn't she talking about how she was nice and generous? <laughs> she always gives thanks, Steve. My goodness. No, but I, I was I, here. I would never give out your password. But damn, that reaction was funny and everything that I wanted. So I did enjoy it though, because I we've been trying to get Steve to watch this for a while, and then I'm like, he's gonna get sucked in. He's gonna get sucked into this. And I sent him the login like Thursday or Friday. And then Sunday night he DMs me. He's like, I finished. Great show. I'm like, he's already done. Of course. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's really cool. Like it's it starts off like just funny and comedic in it. You know, it's got some depth to it, which does is is difficult to do, I think, in sports shows. So uh yeah. And they even talk about mental health and how that kind of affects people. And so um so yeah, that was really cool. So thank you, Sarah, for doing that. I do appreciate it. And I will not be sharing your information with anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you notice any purchases on your Apple TV program, do it. Uh, just I look got, the other way. Just look I the other way. I have two-factor authentication for a reason. So. <laughs> valid point. That's a very valid point. Uh, but thank you guys uh, for listening. And great questions this week and interactions on Twitter. We really appreciate it. Make sure you're following uh, at Sarah Kelher for at Dusty Evely at Steve Perhatch at Pack a Day Podcast. Uh, we'll sure be asking for some questions next week as well, so look out for that. But we will be back next week. Maybe we'll have some Aaron Rodgers news. Maybe we won't. Who knows? But uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And as always, go Pack Go! Go Pack Go!